Hello everyone, I'm your host Samara and you're listening to the Detroit Tall Tales Over Cocktails podcast. Three creepy tales, one hell of a ride. Hello everyone and welcome to the very first episode of Detroit Tall Tales Over Cocktails. Once again, I'm your host Samara and today I just thought we'd do a little get to know me self-introduction and also I will later share my own personal tall tale with everyone here. So first, who am I? I'm Samara. I'm a native of Detroit, born and raised. Uh, My mom lives here, my grandmother lives here, my whole family has been here for quite some years. At the age of 18, I ended up moving to Ypsilanti, Michigan to uh, go to college at Eastern Michigan University. I majored in uh, anthropology with a minor in Japanese language and culture and graduated way back in 2012. Shortly after, I ended up getting a English as a second language teaching job in Japan and I was there for uh, maybe about two years. And even before that, I studied abroad in Japan and had been going back and forth over a number of years to visit friends and things like that. Uh, but this time was the first time I would be staying there for two years straight, as well as actually earning a an income. And I mean, that was illuminating and a lot more freeing than being a broke college student in Japan. Uh, wasn't so bad, but I feel like working in Japan is way better. <laughs> and then, um, so that went on from 2013 to 2015. Towards the end of the summer of 2015, I moved back to Detroit and got a sort of dead-end job and I was just pretty much unsatisfied. I mean, the pay wasn't great, Uh, you get cussed out all day over the phone. I mean, I had a bachelor's degree so I felt like I should be doing something with that bachelor's degree. So uh, I ended up quitting that job, I moved to Los Angeles and I got a job still not using that bachelor's degree, however, the job was a lot less stressful. And um, I really loved the owners there. It was a very small company and I got to hang out with kids, which is something I love to do. And like I said, the pay was pretty good. The hours were really good uh, and it was just a lot less stress. And I stayed in LA for a little over a year. Um, But then, you know, I got the feeling that I needed to be back home, back in Detroit. I mean, home is where the heart is and home is also where the family is. And I really did miss my family and uh, there were some things going on that I felt that I needed to be there for. So I ended up moving back to Detroit at the end of 2018, just in time for Christmas. And I've been here uh, ever since. I mean, now it is July 2019, so still here. And now I'm heavily involved in uh, transit justice work and I'm doing a lot of volunteering, uh, teaching some yoga here and there. And just basically, I decided that 2019 would be my year of creativity and kind of a year of self-discovery, seeing what I want to do with my life, with my career for the rest of my life. So I started listening to, you know, podcasts just last year, 2018, and I got heavily into them, especially horror podcasts and true crime podcasts. Those are kind of my favorite and it kind of goes, you know, hand in hand with my love of ghost stories and just all things horror. I mean, I grew up watching horror films with my family. I mean, from the age of five, I think my very first horror movie that I ever saw was uh, Night of the Demons. And that movie came out maybe a year before I was born. But I mean, I would watch it over and over and over again. And it's not appropriate for five-year-olds and whatnot, but whatever. I love horror. My mom likes horror. My aunts and uncles do. And it's just kind of our thing. It's our way of bonding. 
So imagine my surprise when I found out that there were horror podcasts and podcasts that dissect horror films. And so I was super into that. And then, you know, real life horror, which is true crime, is even more exciting for me. Uh, so I started getting into podcasts and I thought, wow, why don't I do a podcast on something that I'm interested in? And I'm heavily interested in real life tellings of ghost stories. My mother and I have this weird obsession with those ghost story reenactment shows where um, the actors who are reenacting a true story look nothing like the real people that it happened to. So I don't know, we just get a weird kick out of that. And we like being a little creeped out uh, and hoping that it never happens to us. But for a lot of us, it actually does happen. And we question ourselves. I know I've done that. I've questioned myself when weird things happen. And I kind of shake it off. And even while I watch the shows, when I see weird things happen to other people, I'm like, why are they shaking it off? Why, are, why aren't they paying more attention to it? And then I find myself doing the exact same thing just because it messes with our reality and we want to live normal lives and we don't want to see certain things. So we kind of shut them out and just go about our day. But there are instances where something too big to hide in the back of your mind happens. And, uh, and I thought that, you know, I would go around and ask friends, family, and even complete strangers to share those creepy stories, those creepy happenings that are just too big for them to ignore. That's what this podcast is about. It's about real life Detroiters telling their creepy supernatural stories or even, you know, um, telling their friends or family supernatural stories and sharing them with me and you all who are listening to this. So what can you expect from this podcast? I think you can expect um, some pretty jaw-dropping, unbelievable tales uh, from several people. I mean, I plan on having three different guests per episode with their own stories to tell. But this episode, I will be telling my own tale and it actually deals with something that a lot of us uh, have experienced in our lives and that is uh, sleep paralysis. Now with sleep paralysis, uh, it's when, for those who don't know, and uh, I wanna explain this as simply as possible, it's when um, you your brain wakes up, but your body has yet to awaken. So you can't move, you know, you're awake, your brain is awake, but your body is still sleeping. So you can't really move and you, and sometimes it feels like a pressure. Some people experience hallucinations or they hear things uh, some people just experience that weird just paranoid feeling of not being able to move uh, me I experience all those things you know and you know um, and sometimes I experience just the the heaviness of not being able to move my body the story that I want to share with you that stood out above all other experiences would be a time just last summer around this time actually and I never really spoke about this to anyone else. Um, the only time I ever brought this up was with this girl I met uh, when I was in Los Angeles. And she actually ended up sharing her own supernatural story with me, which I won't really go into because that's her own personal story and I don't want to expose that to the public. But you know, she shared her story with me and, and, you know, I really believed her and I was able to share some of my own supernatural stories. And that's kind of how we bonded. Um, and, you know, and also in doing that, that kind of ignited my passion for storytelling 
as far as the supernatural goes. And this podcast is kind of, I don't know, I feel like it's kind of been inspired by her. So shout out to Chelsea if you ever listen to this. (laughs) But I don't know, I kind of want to thank her for igniting that passion in me. And it always stuck with me for, for a long time to do this podcast. So anyway, fast forward to my sleep paralysis story. One night I was sleeping in my bedroom, which is where these things usually happen. And I sleep on my side. I have a habit of doing that. And my back usually faces the doorway. I also sleep in the pitch black dark. There's no TV going on. I mean, I just need, I need quiet and darkness in order to sleep. So, uh, and me, when I wake up, I'm up. I don't really have that, uh, that nice little time frame in which I'm waking up that a lot of people have. You know, you're still kind of snoozing, but you're, you're slowly waking up. I don't really have that luxury. Either I wake up suddenly or I'm asleep. I don't know what that is, but that's how I am. So one night I wake up just suddenly. There's no sound that could have woken me up that I, that I can think of. And immediately I noticed that I can't really move my body. And I have like, you know, that, that weird feeling of just not being able to move your body, but I can see and I can move my eyeballs. This instance was a little bit more different just because I could hear, it sounded as if someone was walking around my bedroom. Well, at the time I had the wood floors that you can, um, and you, if you walk on it, you can hear, you can hear the creaking and, you know, tapping or whatever. And it just sounded like someone was walking to and fro back and forth behind me in my bedroom so you know I start to get a little paranoid because I can't move and it's just a bit terrifying so then I hear the thing whatever was in my room stop right behind me and I kind of move my eyeballs so that they're looking to the side so that I, so that I can look upwards I can see a shadow of some sort and then suddenly I feel this grip reach around me and kind of squeeze me as if someone's reaching their arms around me to hug me from behind. And then I feel this pressure on the top of my head like uh, this thing had rested their chin on the top of my head and was just cradling me from behind. And it felt so disgusting and I could feel the hair on the back of my neck raising up. It was just the worst spine tingling feeling and I couldn't move I couldn't turn my head to see what it could be it was just this vice like grip and this tingly feeling in my spine it was awful and so I'm trying to calm myself down enough so that I can move my body and try to get away shake this this feeling off shake this thing off whatever's going on and I just can't move and so I, I calm down I try to calm down And for some odd reason, I could feel the thing getting angry with me because I was calming down and maybe it could feed off of fear or I don't know what, but it got angry and it started to squeeze me tighter, which makes me more anxious, more freaked out. And so I realized this in the back of my mind, like I just need to calm down and it will leave me alone. There's nothing there. Just keep chanting in your head. There's nothing there and you'll be fine. And finally it's grip loosens and lets go of me. I still can't move my body, but at least I'm free of this creepy thing behind me and I can hear it moving up and around my room still, even like faster than before, but I still can't move, like I said, and um, it doesn't come to the foot of my bed and it doesn't come over to the other side where I can see. Uh, And then, you know, I'm getting to this point where I can kind of maybe lull myself back to sleep because, you know, I can't move, I can't do anything anyway. 
and then once I start to feel just that much more calm I feel this anger and this pressure just doubles as if someone's pushing me down in my bed and I can barely breathe and so I'm just freaking out and then as suddenly as the pressure comes on it goes off and I'm able to shoot up in my bed and look around and I don't really see much because it's dark but I swear I heard something laughing at me and it was the creepiest thing I couldn't even sleep for the rest of the night I mean like I said before I've had experience with sleep paralysis but nothing that screwy nothing that frightening and I just hope it never happens again and I'm hoping that just by me talking about it it doesn't bring it up again because I feel like that's kind of what happens if you rehash something it happens again or you kind of make it your reality and it repeats but hopefully that doesn't happen so yeah that was my own tall tale which I don't feel is too tall but that is that's my experience with the supernatural I mean I have more instances uh when I was a child not with sleep paralysis just with other things but I'll share that for another time so thanks for listening guys and just so you know I plan on uploading more stories every Friday and not only will they be true stories true supernatural stories from Detroiters but I'll also throw in some little wives tales here and there and some urban legends thank you guys so much for listening and I'll talk to you next Friday That's all for this week's episode. Be sure to tune in next Friday for three more creepy tales. If you want to keep up to date, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Detroit Tall Tales. Once again, I'm your host, Samara, and you are listening to the Detroit Tall Tales Over Cocktails podcast. <laughs>